I'm Scott Blakeman getting through this in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm Tom Saunders in Los Angeles. And I want to take this opportunity to shockingly assert something. I am willing to be the f- among the first people in the world to test the Russian vaccine known as Sputnik V. With one proviso, if it doesn't work and I still am alive, I want a portion of unused land in the Russian steppes. Um, I, I, I want to say 500 acres. I'm just throwing out that number, but that seems like a reasonable amount. And I thought about this. Uh, when I was a kid, I think we all did, uh, we learned in geography class about this thing called the Russian steppes, this huge amount of land where a lot of, of, of wheat is grown. But we didn't learn that much other than that. And, and it's just that there was this vast area of Russian land called the steppes and there was a lot of farms. So what better way to find out about that after all these years than to be given a portion of the steps for uh, having uh, tried out the new Russian vaccine and found out that it didn't work. Although I, I do hope the Russian vaccine does work, but I feel this, this would be a win-win. Situation. Well, it certainly would be, Tommy. I'm, I feel it's a win-win for me already because I sheepishly had not heard, and maybe in, in New York City schools, Russian steps wasn't in the curriculum. I don't recall ever learning about it. I only knew about Siberia. That, that was only the thing was the worst place in the world. Like, oh, it's going to be Siberians. It's freezing yeah. and it's barren. And and that was, of course, an old joke in New York City restaurant parlance, uh, like in Elaine's or something, one of the great watering holes and eateries. Uh, oh, yeah, we they sat us in Siberia. Yeah. You know, which would be a room in the back uh, where you don't see anyone. Right. Uh, far uh, from where the celebrities uh, gathered. Uh, yeah. It, when you talk about Elaine's, it was uh, uh, celebrities would hobnob there. That was back when people would hobnob. Yeah. Now, could you do either? That's the thing. Could you hob uh, or yeah. hob? That's yeah. the thing. I think that I was thinking the same thing. I mean, I guess that's the idea is that like if you're really a celebrity, you can do both. But if you're just a regular person, you have to choose. Am I going to hob or am I going to knob? Both are expensive, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder also whether it was at one time, maybe in the early 1900s, there was hob and knob and then they merged. Yeah. The, uh, it, it got to be too, you know, and, and, and then they hyphenated. They said, why are we competing with each other? Let's just yeah. become hob knob and, and then yeah. everybody will hob knob with the. So you, now you can hobnob with the celebrities, whereas before you could only hob or knob. I, yeah, that, that's interesting. I did not know that, Scotty. That's I, yeah. I, 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 but uh, uh, and that's why I, I feel you know that sense of interest, that sense of curiosity. That's why I I was hoping that if I take the Russian vaccine, if it doesn't work on me and I live, that's why I wanted. I didn't want just a DACA or what. I, what, is, what can the Russians really give you? I don't even know what's spe- a lot of uh, caviar. I don't know if that's I'm not a big uh, champagne drinker, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's not, they don't really have a lot. I mean, there's some pretty buildings that they could let you look at. But you Very beautiful buildings. Yeah. I love Moscow. I, I was thinking about that, but I just doubt if they would give me a building. Yeah, that's know? a lot. Well, it's historical and there's a lot of paperwork. I mean, the guy might say, yeah, give him give him building. But then, you know, by the time you'd actually get the building, it'd be years from now. So you want something you can get. And the steps, again, as I'm learning about, it, it's probably a lot of land and they could do it. It's and, a uh, lot. It's land. It's just vast land, vast lands. So that's what I figured. Give me a few acres of that. You know, I, I was thinking 100 acres, but maybe that's, you know, I'll let them figure that out. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll work that out. But but uh, what uh, I recommend, though, Tommy, is you get 
in touch with my later today because you want to be one of the first ones. Because they'll probably have some trouble getting anyone to do it in the beginning, so they'll be open more open to give you the land. Like after a few months, when they have a lot of people, then they'll be like, "What do we need to give you anything for?" You know. So that's maybe that's now's that's the, time. the thing I got to get on yeah. this. I see what yeah. you're saying. So I got to yeah. get them. Uh, well, I was hoping that you know. Uh, some Russians would be listening to this podcast and they could oh, contact sure they me, but yeah. you're right. I'm not seeing my phone light up. Um, well, they're, they're waiting. They'll wait, uh, you know, for various reasons, but they want to hear the whole podcast first, just if there's any that's probably changes. It. But one that's great thing, it. another great thing, Tommy, that as you said, it's win-win. If the vaccine works, that's great. But even if it doesn't, you, the steps are so barren and remote, you would never run into people. So it would be effectively quarantined, Anyway, so oh way, my God, Scotty, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I will, I will say this: you mentioned Siberia because I was thinking that's the only other area of Russia besides Moscow that I've ever even heard of. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to go for Siberia. I think if I'm going to try out a vaccine, and I'm and and you never know what could happen uh, yeah. uh, when you try out a brand new vaccine that hasn't ever gone to that thirty thousand, you know, yeah, no, phase C trial. They haven't done yeah. that. No, they uh, just gave it to a couple of dissidents. i mean that's exactly you know and and so i feel like uh if i'm going to take a a vaccine that otherwise would be would go to a couple of dissidents i should get um a vast tract of land and and i I don't want to harp on that too much because that's not really what it's about it's about me blazing a trail for the rest of everybody else you know yeah and and uh which you're doing anyway but why which not i'm doing anyway in the process that's all you're saying yeah. is uh yep. yeah and uh i think that should be the case for a lot of things there should be more uh extra rewards you get for doing certain things i don't you know right i mean uh, are, are any of these people who are doing the trials getting large tracts of land i wonder you know but i think they just didn't hold out for it now that being said, I don't want I, I don't want I'm not recommending other people set here in the United States hold out for large tracts of land. No, uh, no, no. Because these tra- and the reason is, Scotty, because the Russians are really Russian this, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Literally, yeah. And and, and that that and, and please don't excuse that pun. No. <laughs> uh, um, the Russians are Russian it. And they're they're skipping the you know so that's why I think uh, that that that's all that's all I'm saying. Well, not actually, that. Tommy, and you uh, so modest, but you just wrote a post headline that they may be using today. The New York Post. I mean, you really uh, yeah that- Russian Russian the vaccine, <laughs> and they're gonna get oh what a great great headline. Uh, yeah, uh, it was probably a British guy because there are a lot of right. British, they're all there. British at the great ad Colin. Well, you've got a great header, Colin, because they use like a soccer term. And he'll get a promotion, a bonus. Yeah, and, and it'll be my idea. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was thinking. What I would do is call up New York Post and say, listen, you guys, I have the greatest headline. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You have to pay me first. And I'm not going to tell you what it's about. Uh, it, it, I was thinking of doing that. What do you think? I mean, well, um, I think you should play hard. Hold out used for five hundred thousand dollars, and then go down to maybe three hundred thousand dollars for the headline. Yeah, you know, we'll start Russia. high. Yeah, they're used to that. And then maybe Rupert Murdoch will get involved. Maybe he'll hire you for some, you know, other special because uh, he has so much. Well, that's what I was you know, thinking. Then I would yeah. be part of the Rupert Murdoch thing. That scares yeah. me a little bit. But yeah, but, but I do, I, I, I do expect that that they will offer me a job of of coming up with more headlines for the New York Post. And and um, 
you know, well, I'm, so I'm a little I'm a little wary of that just because I don't know if I always will agree with their editorial policy. No, well, certainly their son, James, who uh, kind of removed himself from the family business because he didn't agree editorially. and He's now branched off. So maybe maybe this could be a time you align yourself with James. Murdoch, That's what who I should do. Has distance himself from the family and James he's impressive and all that. So. He's the one to go with. He's the guy. He's if the you man. want a Murdoch, that's the one. Or yeah. a totally unrelated Murdoch who's just right. the person. Yes. <laughs> but but no that, he's the Murdoch you'd want to hang out with. And, and yeah. he'll give you the real story. He, he, he'll tell you what's really going on because he's leaving the, the family the business. Side. Yeah. Uh, 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 I, I, I wish him well, Scotty. And I, I don't usually wish people well. I, it's funny. I, maybe I don't wish enough people well. And then, you know, conversely, as our listeners know, I always wish everyone well, even those I disagree with. And yeah, and I don't know you do. You are you're yeah. really good at wishing people well, you know, well, I never actually tell all of them that. So I but I you know, I'm putting it out there in a, in a silent way. Uh, and I do. I you know, throughout my life, I've had dreams with people who were villainous in the world, like ex-presidents Nixon. I had a, used to have dreams about and I would talk to him in a nice way, you know, trying to understand him. And uh, I don't know. And then he would change his ways. I never got that far because, you know, dreams don't go on that long because then you wake up. And uh, yeah, I just remember going, we would have a conversation. That was uh, all it was. Uh, In the old days, dreams were longer. Nowadays, you know, much shorter, low attention span. Well, that right. That's a great point, Tom, because even people think when you're (laughs) sleeping, as it no, you have a short attention span in real life. Your dreams are much shorter too, and yeah. have bumped. And also, we're not sleeping as well these days, and so on. So, yeah, but the old days, the dreams—you could have a dream where you would talk to Nixon, and uh, and and uh, eventually the conversation would would evolve to a point where Nixon would break into tears and and just shake <laughs> his head and and just say why why, and then you put your arm around him and say, just go do it better this time. All right, that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wouldn't and, hold it. And, and then grudge. he does. So yeah. that would be a full dream. A full... Yeah, you don't see those, and it's a great no. point. Um, well, also, I think part of it was in those days you wore night shirts to the bed and with a, a <laughs> sleep cap. You know, so I think that was the big thing. Nightcap, it's called. It was nightcap, a nightcap, and you had a lantern that you brought into the bedroom. <laughs> that people don't talk about that enough. That was the key thing for dreams. Now people have trouble sleeping. <laughs> Go back to in the past for some answers. Yes. The lantern, the nightcap. That's that, how you do it. And you get into a big four-poster bed, and you yeah. stay there for eight, for eight or ten hours, right? yeah. which we don't normally do. No. But you're right, Scotty. That, see, we're in touch with these old memes, memes yeah. that have long gone away. And one meme is the person who's going to bed wearing a full uh, nightgown, <laughs> yeah. not 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 pajamas nightgown no. and these are the and, men uh, yeah. wearing a nightcap which is a yeah. floppy kind of santa cap but lighter <laughs> yeah uh, pointy though and uh, it flops over and holding a lantern or a candle in a little candle holder right yes, right that's the other image we remember that that's sort of like this universal image of you know just like the farmer and the pitchfork even though par- farmers don't use pitchforks for a hundred years, uh, you know, that, these memes that would identify 
vast areas of of life, Scotty. And, yeah, or you Dickens, know, I never uh, even th- I haven't thought about that well, meme in a long time. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been in uh, Dickens. You know, I could see in, in Christmas Carol. You know, of course, that's what they wore. Yeah. Uh, all the time, and then uh, and I think we need to bring that back. And Tommy, unwittingly but, again, we've created a fashion bonanza that will be in WWD and w magazine um you know in a couple of weeks if they still have those yeah those yeah i haven't checked but uh could this is yeah, the new we look for sleep. First. yeah yeah but but yeah yeah no 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 the the night shirt and the night cap yeah uh, uh yeah and also as day wear who's who's oh. to say that you have to only sleep in it especially in these times oh absolutely wander around and but well, there's something to be said tommy some people go oh you know all these dupe you know these kind of organized people who say, oh, you got to multitask. By the way, I'm against multitasking. I say pick one thing, put your energies into it, and then think of something else to do. I'm not a, a multitask, except for coffee and listening or watching something. But I'll watch, yeah. I'll walk and chew gum at the same yeah. time. Oh, no, that. that's, yeah, that's more of a coordinated. Every so often. Yeah. But even then, you know, I yeah. won't juggle knives, as I said before. I, 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 I won't walk, <laughs> chew gum, and juggle knives. No, especially not. That I will not, not do. Not a sharp, a butter knife, maybe, uh, and a pin. One but, butter knife. That's yeah. really not juggling. That's just sort of just, tossing it up in the air and catching <laughs> right. it. When does it become juggling? That's a two. That's a, two three or more. I three think. or more. Okay, because two, you could just go, here's one for yeah. you, here's one for me. <laughs> right. And that's just dispensing. That's here's, not juggling. <laughs> yeah so but, but tommy I, I just want you to say along with you yeah. said about these times uh mm. i'm all in favor of keeping on your sleepwear all day because you know the whole thing i'll get dressed get productive no keep that that way you're in that sleep relax mode the whole day without constricting yeah. clothing and then when it's time to sleep you don't have to oh well i gotta put on my sleep Th- no that's that that would be the big payoff because <laughs> Because I mean, that's where that's where they get you. You know, uh, uh, um, normally it's like oh, I got to take off one set of clothes and then put on this sleepwear. Yeah. You know, but what what do you you, you don't want to do that? You want to just want to sleep, right? Oh yeah. Scotty, this is so brilliant. Um, <laughs> does does, does the Fashion Institute of Technology have a, a an award for? Uh, for fashion, brilliant I'm sure they, they innovation. I they must, they must. And I, I tell you once before, I spoke to a class at FIT, and I just so many. Oh, it was such a wonderful experience. That, so that, many, what did you speak about? Just curious. Well, I, I think the only thing I the could, FIT being the Fashion Institute, Institute of Technology, Technology which yes, exists on, in New York. There's no other place like it. It's yeah. like it's the MIT of fashion. It really is. And I think the only thing I could speak of, I guess, was comedy. And again, I don't know why they would want me, but I think it was a, a friend of mine who was teaching a class, brought me in, and uh, I just uh, loved it. And just so many, well, I, I have well, to say. classes as a, as a special, you know, it's fun. It's, it's, it's fun, enjoy, and they were very lovely, very enjoyable thing. fashion-y women and very, you know, well-dressed, polite guys. So it was a very nice experience. And uh, Fashion and comedy. I mean, that, I could see yeah. you giving a, a, being a lecturer <laughs> at FIT. Well, you know, because uh, I do. Uh, you know, yeah. the history of clown wear. <laughs> Down through the ages, yeah, right? absolutely. Or into the eighties when it was a jacket and tie and sneakers was the yeah. look, and then uh, and then. Yeah, but I've always given a lot of thought. That's a, no, seriously, yeah. fashion and comedy. Wow, that, you, me, could, I think, you could do that. Wow, because uh, you, know, you know fashion. Yeah, and you are a man of comedy. Wow, you teach comedy. What a great! I mean, I would want to see that lecture. Well, Tommy, you put it up, post it online. You know, and, your your words, your stream of consciousness words, turn into gold. 
uh, if I follow that, because that really is uh, an incredible. No one else is doing it. No one. No one's doing it. And you would start with the clowns of Europe. Remember with those pointy hats, the <laughs> scary clowns with bulging pants, and yeah. weirdos thing, and 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 how that morphed into the Amer- you know, uh, the American. Uh, uh, baggy pants comedian. Well, Will Rogers, of, too. Of tweed thing. Yeah. Well, it was that. And then... Um, and that too big coat that that uh, uh, Groucho Marx would wear in, in his early movies. Yeah. So And so on and on. Oh, Scott. and so much in the Three Stooges, of course, more casual. Uh, yeah, be... Three Stooges had casual wear. Like, what, when you think about what they wore, well, it depended on what they're, you know, if they were Dr. Moe, Dr. Larry, they would wear 1930s doctor outfits yeah yeah huge rubber gloves you know yeah, sure. and then of course uh, we would advance into the narrow lapeled suits of the great Shecky, uh, Shelley Berman and, yeah. uh, and Nichols and May and all that you know and then their yes. albums which I, our that, goal is to, I'm not kidding you know, that's yeah. a fucking brilliant 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 thing to do you well, do the lecture of comedy and clothing for for FIT yeah and do it on put it online yeah. And I guarantee you, you will become famous. Well, Tommy, I'm, I'm going to put that into effect. And let me just say, uh, I should note this for posterity and, and history. And let me just say to our affiliates or to our young families listening, for the very first time, the F word was just uttered on our show after oh, 133 episodes. And it was so natural. And again, it wasn't gratuitous because it was, uh, wow. which is the nat. But and I say it not to scorn or, or, or in any way, just to. Uh, pointed out as a moment. Wow, I, 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 I wasn't even aware of it. I'm so wrapped up in the <laughs> excitement of this of, of this conversation. Now, Scotty, before we go go into that, and by the way, we'll 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 discuss the whole uh, relationship of 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 the um, FAA. Is that no? That's federal FIT. FIT. Oh yeah. No federal. Oh, the FAA is Federal Aviation. Sorry. Yeah, but 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 you know when you when you say a bad word on TV, oh uh, that would be the F, F, uh, FTC FTC. You know we haven't talked about the FTC in a long time. That's, That's a why federal we got trade. The initials. Uh, it used to be such a big thing. Yeah, yeah. You um, know, it was used to be feared. The FTC, the federal. Is that right? Is trade? I feel like uh, FCC, FCC, FCC. Yes. That's yes. what it is. Federal Communications FCC. Commission. Ajit Pai. Is we had to even think of it, but it used yeah. to be the word that those letters would trip off your tongue. You would think, reason. and the, well, George Carlin and the seven words you can't say. Right. All that. It was, and, it, but it's now a toothless. Uh, well, even recently, I'm though. Not sure what it well, the last then. time, two years ago, I was on MSNBC with Miss Joy Reid, actually, when she was still on the weekend. And Stephen Colbert was being criticized for he did a joke about uh, Trump and Putin. And uh, there was a it was bleeped. But somehow the FCC said they would investigate. And I was up in arms saying we shouldn't be going after the comedians and all that. And they never did, actually. But well, you you cowed them, Scott. Well, it was that. Yeah, it was that appearance that you stared them down. And this once once emboldened uh, bureaucracy uh, uh, folded like like a, a like a, a house of cards, it sounds like. Well, that's, that's an amazing story. Well, I wish have they I built could... a statue to you. Well, yet? well, they would have, but this is the the, the clincher here. The little, uh, I was never, I have not been back on MSNBC since. So, what does that tell you, Tommy? Is the oh, MSNBC man. just a front for the FCC? Well, you know, not to be too QAnon about it, but <laughs> I don't see how. I don't I, I can't think of any other <laughs> any other explanation. Yeah, because I made the good point and uh, uh, and they even smiled and enjoyed it. But, you know, 
I haven't gotten that call again. So again, we're not saying anything. Just uh, we don't know. That that's the thing. we don't know. But yeah. but it's a what the lawyers call a bad fact. The fact that they have not called you that to me is as much as saying yes. We are in cahoot. We MSNBC are in cahoots with the FCC. And who knows what else? That's well, my and we love MSNBC, and I know you watch else? it quite often with their lovely, wonderful uh, personalities. But we'll just have to see. But Tommy, uh, I, I applaud you again for volunteering, and I, you'll you'll let our listeners know what happens when you speak to the Russian authorities about their new vaccine. Actually, the, and one of the great things about the Russian vaccine, it's so early, and they haven't tested it. It's not even in syringe form. Oh my goodness! That's a, it's like a so really, you got to put it in syringe. For, uh, you, you know what they well they would, but that's an extra. You've got to mix step. it with water or something. They just like, you know what it's it's really it's like a yeah it's like a little drink. It's it's a cup. They give you the cup, and then a lot of people go, "Well, I want the vaccine," and you know, oh, you're so silly. Oh, everything has to be the old way with the needle. Yeah, they, so but, but it makes you kind of feel yeah. better if it's a needle, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, still I mean, I'm not crazy cute. about the idea of a Russian needle. I don't know. Is that yeah, that's my own prejudice, I guess. Well, I wish you luck with it, Tommy, and our listeners will want to know. And Sputnik Five, that's their last great achievement. It's a little sad. It was from 1957, I yeah. think. Yeah, so, I mean, think uh, about it. That's yeah, that's, that's their exciting. It's like naming our our uh, vaccine the Cadillac Fleetwood. <laughs> well, oh, that is which actually I have such a fondness and. Uh, Warm spot well, you used heart to have Cadillac. a Cadillac. I mean, well, my dad and Patty. You were a Cadillac family. Yeah. I, I, I can't even, when I think about that, I, I think, now, did you also wear um, little uh, uh, a Richie Rich tie <laughs> and, 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 and shorts? And no, no. A blazer? We, you know, we're a Brooklyn family, but, you know, to those. <laughs> well, you were uh, a Brooklyn family. Going so, back in time. Yes, last... you had a Cadillac, so you could have been the, the mob or something like well, that. Well, you know, you the Cadillac know. of. You know, in people Brooklyn. think, oh, that must be like a Tesla. Well, in its day, and I think the last one my dad got was maybe in the, maybe a 1970 uh, Cadillac DeVille, uh, sedan DeVille, maybe. Uh, it was $5,000. So that's what it cost. So, <laughs> so it had a different that, meaning then. I mean, in those days, a, that was a lot of money. He, bought, he bought it new, right? He bought it new. And I guess the expression in those days, it was still a lot of money, but I don't even know if even in those days it felt like in those it. days you didn't even know you were poor because you were <laughs> right. driving a Cadillac. <laughs> right, so how how could you, you would know? We had no. We thought everyone. How could you know you were poor? That's yeah, true. So, but uh, in, a, in a nice house and yeah, nice you wouldn't age. know. But but speaking of time, of course, this yeah. the, the if you ever see old photos of my house, there's a Cadillac in the driveway or an Electra two twenty five. My dad had, but forty minutes from as as our listeners know uh, and. I'm in the process, and we'll keep you posted. It looks like uh, I'll be moving in October, although there's a little oh, wow. hold up in the uh, as the contract is being formed, the buyer, and I could be sure, is concerned about squirrels, which okay. uh, so let's squirrels... just fill in our, our, our listeners, yeah. uh, uh, some of our less loyal listeners. Uh, you have been trying to sell your house. I say trying to sell it. You've been going through the process that everybody goes through to yeah. sh of showing off your house, right? Right. And um, I mean, there's some people, uh, I was asked by one of our listeners, our most loyal listeners, why sell your house? It sounds like a great place. Well, and, and I have a friend, my, my old friend, Mitch Kahn, always says that it's it's a nice life. It's by the beach, by the bay, but I just feel um, ready. I'm going to, I'm by a the New York booster. I want to give Manhattan a chance. I haven't lived in Manhattan for 17 years. The rents are coming down. Uh, oh my God. And I'm thankful for these last two years here and thankful for my whole upbringing here. 
uh, and I'm going to the beach every day, or at least walking around Coney Island, and which brings me to my, and I will certainly fill in our listeners of the progress about mm-hmm. the house. Uh, well, we're all, I, I, I'm sure, you know, we're all uh, uh, excited about the, 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 the pending, I guess you got an offer or something Well, like you know, back in still, February. In escrow. Yeah, well, ba- back in February, we did have an offer, went to contract, and then the buyer couldn't get a mortgage. And then we found this out in May. Starting in late June, we started showing it. And we do have a buyer, but, uh, and I'll leave it at this, because if he's listening, I don't know what the law is, but uh, they're concerned because there are a couple of squirrels who occasionally get into that through the walls and then they leave. And I find squirrels, first of all, uh, they don't bother me at all. And, and I'm my only. No, we've talked about squirrels. Oh, yeah. In the we past, love us. How my concern is starting to make them pets in these, in well, these troubled times. I, I would do it. And see, a squirrel, like any other, in, like you had a rat in your house. Oh, no, no. But a squirrel, my concern is for the squirrel. Like, come on, squirrely, get out. Don't hang out on the walls. Just get out and be free. So, anyway, we'll, I'll, I'll continue on that as we find out more because the squirrel guy is coming tomorrow. So, much more on that tomorrow but wow, I, I do want to say world guy yes so much that, more on that the but squirrel, there's your, yeah well, that's there's a great your summer yeah. movie hit starring uh <laughs> jim carrey could come back jim carrey the yeah. squirrel guy because he's got the he could do the facial yeah thing. and he's uh the guy he's he's and he does and people say yeah it's basically the cable guy only now he's going after squirrels you know or but, this could be the no twist. yeah no, we'd have a twist in it. Well, I think so. the twist would be he's a disgruntled squirrel guy. And he's like, why do I have to? I wanted to be something else. Why do I have to do this? Yeah. And he was not that nice to the squirrels. And maybe, yeah. and somehow. The squirrels get their revenge. Well, that could be one. In a Twilight Zone way, maybe he becomes a squirrel. And initially. Yeah. And we all learn a lesson about yeah. understanding. That's right. And actually, the yeah, squirrels like wouldn't. That. And so, and he at first, like, oh, yeah, my teeth and. Uh, and begins to like nuts because he liked nuts anyway, ball games. And uh, and the squirrels, what I love, oh. they don't yeah. turn on him because they're, they're sweet guys. Other animals might have. Uh, no animals would have. The people would have. But but uh, the squirrels are nice to him. And I mean, this you know. But I you mean, wish everybody well, including <laughs> squirrels. Well, especially right? squirrels because I just especially find them. Squirrels. I never find them threatening. They're not flying and spitting lava. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're so cute. I love watching them eat the nuts and. Uh, and I call them all Rocky, you know, from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. And they don't mind. They don't. No, care. well, they generally are named Rocky. That's the thing. But once in a while, <laughs> one of them will do a little cat-like thing where it's like, "Come on, please, we're all Rocky," you know. But they're, they're still yeah. fine with. Well, that. hopefully, you never misgender them. I mean, that's, well, that would be the. That, that, although that, that would, would be, be a good name because Rocky can go both ways. I, I've seen yeah. some women who are uh, Rocky is their nickname, maybe. Uh, it's spelled with a Q U I. Well, yes. Well, Raquel Welsh, I think, Rocky, was yeah, referred to as that. Welsh. Yeah, wow. Well, we've talked and, about and who we've discussed. I don't think any other podcast has mentioned the name Raquel Welsh or the Russian Steps. I'm sure. Um, no, and and even in everyday conversation in the world, I wish there was a way to you know, there's contact tracing. I wish there was phrase tracking. We could just know immediately has Raquel Welsh's name been said anywhere in the world today. And my odds would be, except Raquel and her family and she probably wouldn't have said her own name no you know no, so we no, are no. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 it's it, that's to me i think um i i, I guess if, if there's anything you know uh, you know when when we talk, people ask me you know what what's the what is it about this podcast you're <laughs> most proud of 
you know yeah what what you know people i'm sure you get that question oh yeah well the reporters yeah when, uh, what is yeah. what is this uh, uh uh that that you feel i mean is it the accolades is it the likelihood that you're going to win a nobel prize it is is it the uh, the thrill of, of inventing things that will change people's lives for, for many years to come. And I have to say, yes, all of those things. But to, <laughs> to bring up obscure names from the past and, and obscure, uh, like, to, 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 uh, well, like the Russian Steps or Raquel Welch. But bringing it to the present and again. Bring it to the present, bringing people back to life. Yeah, exactly. Literally. And even though even when they're already alive, but just not talked about enough. And the beauty is everybody confines themselves these days with language. People confine themselves to nine words. Everyone says the same thing. And, you know, we've talked about the expressions been there, done that or intersection of art and culture. Just they use the same nine or 12 right. words. It's boring. And they're making super the boring. same references to the same narrow things. You know what we talk about, as we've said, everything ever. Everything, anything and everything from ever is in our domain. And That's our domain. That's what we focus on. Yeah. Our focus. And we, and we focus with laser beam. Uh, Safe laser beam. Yeah. On everything that ever happened ever. Ever. And so imagine to, to, to laser beam focus on something like that. You're constant, your head is constantly moving. Because uh, uh, it's a laser beam, right? Well, I hope we'll. I want to clarify that it's the special kind of laser beam that we've developed and haven't taken a penny for. Where if it goes in your eye, there's no damage at all. Oh, that's yeah. Thank you, yeah. Scotty. Just thank so you people very much. you get the letters. Uh, and, from, and by the way, we yeah. have not. Uh, this is a metaphorical la laser, so yeah. it can't really hurt your eyes. Uh, no, very unlikely. Yeah, it, 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 very unlikely. Because all we're saying is that we focus like a laser beam. Yeah, everything ever that ever happened ever, ever anywhere in the universe. I mean, that's that's the long that's, way. Of that, it, that's but, our uh, wheelhouse. Again, I'm like that's that our wheelhouse. But that's, that's what where, we do. That's where we. That's our comfort zone. Yeah, everything is our comfort zone. And that could be the great ad. Everything that comes. It would be from Doyle Dane Burnback and the great sixties <laughs> ads. And uh, yeah, but also Tommy, and we've said it before, but it bears repeating always. Yeah. To us, nothing is obscure. Obscure just means something you haven't learned yet. That. Oh my gosh, that is and, that is the best definition of obscure I've ever heard, and I've heard some of the finest <laughs> definitions for obscure. Well, you've known some great obscure definers, as we call definers. them, definers or definators. <laughs> that, yeah, they, some call themselves definers. Yeah, some call them de definiters. Uh, yeah, well, because it was a choppy word, and people thought you were mispronouncing <laughs> it, so they went definers, which is right. technically not. But uh, it's fine though. It's it's a it's an easier word to say. And uh, but Tommy, that's yep. what we do. We do it all the yep. time. And so literally, and it's so important because again, mm. it's a narrow world that many people live in. How about the people say in Manhattan, I never go above 14th Street. So you're living in one of the great cities of the world and you're confining yourself to a 12 block radius, even though they may yeah. be 12 great blocks. So no. uh, we oh, that's what people never go above uh, 14th Street and never go below Houston. <laughs> yeah, that's Those it. Those are the really... I never go below Houston and I never go. So th for those of you who don't live in New York, that really is approximately, what, 10 blocks between that. But the point is, Scotty, and I think yeah. your point is so well taken. Uh, I think it's actually one of the most well taken points. Um, well, I didn't take it from anyone else, which is the best. No, kind. It's not it's like, well, hey, wait, wait, what are you doing? My is point? that right? That's what you do with a point. Your point is very well taken. It's well taken. Is that, what a yeah. weird, like you don't say that about anything else. No. So your car is very well taken.
Yeah. Just, just something you say about a point. No, I think that is a well-taken point, Scotty. And um, well, and that's what we do. And uh, we do it every every single day, because, look, when you're talking about everything, you need every single day of the week to to begin to cover. Uh, Scotty, that there. That, oh, my gosh. Talk about Doyle, Dane and Burnback. <laughs> what you just said. Can you just say it again? Well, uh, you know, talking we, about everything. That's yeah. What well, because you need we we, we do shows every single day of the week because we talk about everything ever. So we need to be on seven to cover yeah. everything. everything. Uh, we cover yeah. everything that ever happened. Yeah. So that, uh, yeah, sometimes we'll talk about a stick of gum uh, that that was chewed five years ago. Right? Yeah. yeah, or even further back. Uh, or even further back. Yeah, and I love, even thinking of gum, I, my mouth waters. I'm not a big know, gum chewer, gum. but when, you, when I speak of gum or hear others speak of gum, I yeah. want a Wrigley's juicy fruit. Right. Well, that's yeah. what people say that uh, they get, you know, that oft quoted cliche. It, uh, uh, we walk and chew. That was a big thing on, on you know, po po political types would say yeah. that again and again, walking and chewing gum. And every time you'd get hungry for gum. Oh, and so the gum industry must, I mean, that must have shot up whenever. Oh, people, yeah. And well, that, and I think they. A lot during the. Uh, well, Representative Ryan, remember he was the. Uh, yes, he was very uh, big for a while. He would use the word that, well, we can walk and chew gum. And he would say it every time, like he had just come up with it for the first time, that, that cliche. Well, he makes and he, it. He always that, seems so proud. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, that's why he's not in politics anymore, I guess. But the. That's, you brought it, well, uh, maybe they found out that he couldn't walk and chew gum. Well, maybe that was then, found out that the scandal was that it was a, a total bogus political lie yeah. and, and he then he, he had a walk and, chew and he gum. couldn't walk it back because he couldn't even walk it <laughs> he couldn't walk it back but he tommy before we got just thinking gum at the same time That's you know we talk about cliches a lot of right. phrase makers because no one else does but no. what about do they have lobbyists for phrases and cliches i don't know if we've touched on this when you well. talk about cnn why do they start to say whack-a-mole as we refer to a lot uh yeah just they just happened that they or are there a couple of guys in suits? Very high. How's it going? And they approach uh, the news writers because these the yeah. news writers often come up with these things. Yeah. And, they, and those are the ones who are you know they're not making the the big the big on air bucks. So no, no, no. You know, the, so some lobbyist comes up you know from K Street or wherever it is in Washington. And comes yeah. up, imagine, Scotty, you're a you're a news writer. I could easily imagine that. And, yeah. And and, and and you know you're living in a small apartment somewhere, and you know you're. You know, you're doing okay. You're a news writer yeah. for a major cable news thing. Guy got, got, hey, you know, and somebody who's maybe he's an ex congressman, you don't know, maybe an ex right. military uh, uh, officer, but very often they become lobbyists. And he says, hey, Scotty, listen to me. Uh, you know, and he, and he says, I, I'd like to take you out to dinner, I'd like to, right. you know, wine and dine. Yeah, watch Rose. Have maybe a fine steak. Attractive woman that just happens to be, there. you don't know. <laughs> How yep. these lobbyists work, yeah. And you have to. And can you say to our podcast audiences for sure that you would not take off? And, and it turns out all you have to do is just say this new phrase, "walk and chew gum" mm. at the same time. And, and you're like, "What? Yeah." Can you just keep saying that phrase over and over? And you go, "Well, I guess so." You know, and and, and that's how it starts, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, let me go on record as we as we close for Tuesday that I would never do anything illicit and not the old no payola 
scandals in terms of phrase making or cliches. So you wouldn't. Take, I wouldn't do that. it, and I. So I, that's the happy ending to, the, yeah, to today's. Absolutely, topic. I would not. Uh, we do these things for free. I would happily write and say whatever I wanted, but not because of some. Well, not because you were taken out to dinner and then you would keep saying and we'd say, why do you keep saying walk and chew gum? Uh, Tascati, I think you really uncovered why those phrases were so overused. Yeah, because well, the lobbyists somehow yeah. they're making money. Scotty, uh, amazing! I think you, you, you know, more questions than answers, which is always a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm going to say right now. I'm just going to quickly say it. I, I'm Tom Saunders, and I'm going to follow up by saying I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>